Good evening, and welcome to On Base and Off Point. I'm JR. And I'm Vinny. And welcome to the show. Hey, it's got, glad to have everybody here. Good to be back. Yeah, we've been, we've been out for a little while. Been out for a little while, working on some things. Been busy. Yeah. You know, busy, busy. That's, that happens. You know, the podcast yeah. isn't the only thing that we do. Nope. I'd like it to be. It would, I saw a guy, he, that was his job. He was on, uh, I think, Wheel of Fortune or Jeopardy. It was Jeopardy. What, what, his and job was, was his job. He's a podcaster from San Francisco, blah, 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 blah. So his podcast was, he'd started, or he wrote a book about Japanese food for Americans. Okay, like, like, and, a, like a guide to what to eat? Yes. Okay. And it did not go over well in America, but in Japan... It's he per, it's he became a he star. Became famous. He became a star in Japan because I, I guess they like to read about their own food. And then he, I guess he does a podcast wow. on that. And that's what he does. That's his job. So That's kind of cool. Maybe someday. We'll just, we'll just talk about yakitori. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. It's it's meat on a stick. Oh, I like yeah, that. Yeah. That sounds good. It's really good. <laughs> it's just they dip it in shit and fry it. Oh, shit. Do, yeah, well, well, not shit. But, oh, okay. You know, sorry. Like Sui must send all my Japanese friends. I had something like that somewhere. Probably uh, Hawaii. Um, no, it's just recently. I went to the first four. Oh, right, and there was a right. party before at the first four. They had these skewers, this little yeah. It's sushi, and then it was like teriyaki beef. Yeah, that's, on a skewer. That's basically it. Would you call it yakitori? Yakitori. Oh, yeah, but it was yamatori. Yamatori. Oh my god, <laughs> we can butcher more than one language. <laughs> so, so, anyways, what's our first topic for this evening? Anti-vaxxers. Got to do it. Got to go okay. there. Just, just lay it out. Me, just, just rip off the scab. Driving me bananas. These anti-vaxxers. Like, what are you doing? All right. So, for people that don't know, an anti-vaxxer is someone that does not believe that vaccinations work, or they refuse to get vaccinations for their children because they believe causes autism. Can, yes, which has been debunked. Right. And they search much like global warming. <laughs> God. Yeah. We're another topic, yeah. another day. Another we're on anti-vaxxers. We're off, we're off point. All right. we're, uh, too far a point. <laughs> Talking about anti-vaxxers so, here. So, all right, let's 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 have some history behind your 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 life because you grew up as I did in the, as a child of the '60s. Yeah. You, you got every damn shot. Hell, when Twice. I came in the Air Force, they had like a gun. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you you, you were, stood in line and they had this gun with multiple needles on it and it just. Bam, 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 bam. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, what the hell what just the, happened? Yeah, I feel like a pin cushion. <laughs> For like two days, you feel like you got the plague. You're yeah. well, you're trying to you know, teach you how to stand in its position of attention. You got like goo coming out of your face. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, That's it, what basic training is all about, man. It's just like suffer, embrace the suck. Here, here's here's the here's the the Air Force and and vaccinations and its epitome. I was born in '62. '62, they were still giving the smallpox vaccination. And if you don't know what the smallpox vaccination smallpox, is, yeah. smallpox is, they take out a needle and they they do like like they give you a pincushion circle like you're I still a, have that like you're a spirograph. Well, yeah, but here's the deal: I got one in sixty sixty three or sixty two. You got another one when you came in the Air Force. No, not when I came uh, in the Air Force. No, when I was going overseas. Yeah, I think to, I got one. When I, I was deployed. going over deployed, and they said we need to give you a smallpox vaccination. And, and I lift up my arm and I go, "You see that? That's a smallpox vaccination scar." Guess what they say? Tough. 
You're going to get it anyway. Lift up your shoulder. Lift up your shoulder. Yeah, it was a big deal because it swell. It it really puffs up, and you have to keep a cover because, because it's an active. It, it's an active vac- vaccination, and on top of it, for me, you don't want I, your kids around. I, I, no, you couldn't have if you had small kids. You, you know, you could get it. You, yeah, you get it. Yeah. yeah. For me, oh, my, I remember that. that sucked. My lymph yeah. nodes started to swell, and more they than they already are. Well, yeah, <laughs> bigger than my head. No, um, <laughs> but the, they, uh, I didn't. They didn't give me one of those things as a symptom. So when it happened, I called the hotline and had a nurse from Maryland call me back and I told her what was going on. She goes, honey, don't worry about it. She says, that's very normal. She says, if it stays that way, she says, you can call us back, but it, it, it's a process. Like for a little while you had the flu-like symptoms mm-hmm. and then it, then it dissipated in like two hours. Oh, okay. But I'm sitting here going, I'm dying. Freaking out, I, I, got, I, got, I got a shot and now I'm dying. You know? Right. But yeah. Sorry. So anyway, I, I digress. No, that's, I forgot all about getting the small pox. Vaccination. vaccination as an adult and it was a big deal yeah it was it was it was kind of painful yeah yeah it really swelled up it was like a golf ball on my yep yeah did you get did you get the anthrax shots before you went yeah did you get all six no i got a, um a couple i think i had three I, before i was back in the states and i had three i had my third one when i came back which which i kind of laughed at you're back from yeah. deployment everything's cool you got to get a third shot and then they said, well, we're not going to give you any more of these because they had just had a, a court case where a major refused to get the shot. And it went through a court case and he didn't have to, if I remember correctly. I may be, may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's right. And as it turns out, they stopped doing the anthrax vaccinations. And when I, when I did that, I'm going, so if you guys have to do this again, I'm going to have to go through all six? Oh, yeah. You start so over. You have to start over because if you don't get them all out, they, they fade away or whatever. I don't you know. know how that works. Yeah, they have to do the whole schedule. Right. It's, it, I, I think if they gave you the shot straight away with all of them in there, you'd probably die. It's, yeah. It's anthrax is, isn't it used for a domestic Cat- cattle or? Yeah, something like that. You, yeah. can, you can catch it from, I don't know, farmers get it or something. Yeah, I think so. They, they, have to get the, they, have, they have to get the shot because you can get, I think that's right. We don't have our assistant here to answer all these technical yeah. questions. When we do become professional, and we have we have our, we have we'll, our own, on our staff, right? We have a staff. Be looking mixer. this we'll, up, and we don't and have to worry about pre-production. On, they can show it on the on, right, the, screen, on the screen, right? Because we'll be on YouTube. That's right. Which so, is right, until then, we'll just um, we're you just, just making this stuff up. Us. Yeah, yeah, you just us. have to trust us. <laughs> so, what what? It's basically you get a little bit of the virus in you, right? So your body knows how to fight it off, right? Just just enough to make the body produce antibodies. I'm not a doctor. I don't play one on TV, right. but it's you put, some of these things are like dead right. viruses, and right. some are active. Some are active, but like but the, the, like the measles, for example, was was not a live virus. It was a dead virus. It was but dead it, was, virus. it was mutated enough that your body going, oh, what the hell is this? Oh, now I know how to do a left jab, right? Because that's what knocks this thing out, right. and we pretty much had it on the run. For a long time. Until these morons said, oh, no, no, we can't have little Johnny doing that. Oh, he, Johnny's going to wind up being autistic. And uh, not that that's not a terrible thing if that would happen. But that's not But that's not because truth. of the vaccinations. Exactly. It's other. Now, other I saw this today and about, I about had to be, get unscrewed out of the ceiling. <laughs> because I'm like, what the God, Jim, you people are. So these anti-vaxxers are considered. Comparing themselves to um, the Nazis or the the Jews in the Holocaust, that they're being, you know, what? yes, yes. And I saw a picture of a lady, and on her backpack she had, you know, the um, Star of David. Right. That, it was like a gold star. It was that, gold star that that that, that, that labeled the Jews, and, and they had to wear. They had to wear. Yeah. 
to label them as Jews and how anybody in this day and age would compare anything like that any, to any those people and what they went through. I, 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 and they they went through terrible, ter- terrible, horrible experiments. Well, beyond that, know, just fa- be fa- getting sick. To, and they tried to vaccinate themselves. If, if you if you do a little history, do a little search on it. Uh-huh. Some of the people in the ghettos were trying to get hold of certain um, vaccinations for like typhus, right? Which you know back in the day would kill you. But, yeah. But, but anyways, I was just appalled that these people would compare themselves to the Jews in Germany and Poland being persecuted. What, I'm like, are you that? kidding me? First of all, okay, I'm not into socialism. Right. I'm, I'm a pretty, I'm a righty. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not into socialism at all. Hmm. But you can't not have your kids vaccinated and put them in school. My kids. Well, it, that, the, the whole thing comes down to, to a, a real simple statement. You, everybody has their own rights to do what they want with their children. However, until you get them next to my children, when you start putting them in a group of people. It's that famous thing. You can yell fire in a theater if there's really a fire, but if there isn't a fire, that affects it's, that's everybody. That's a very good. That's a very good point. And this is this is the whole point. If you if you don't vaccinate your kid for typhus, for diphtheria, for any of that stuff, MMR, that kid catch, that kid catches that. All of a sudden. Your daughter, your son is going to be susceptible to and that. Some stuff. people can't get the virus, so or can't get the shot, the vaccination, like because of their immune system. Right. Pregnant women could be susceptible to. Right. Their they're, children could. It, it could. I'm not exactly sure. Once again, I'm not a doctor, nor do I play one on TV. TV. Oh, nor, nor did, did you I say in the holiday. I did Express. not. Did not last but night. I love waffles. <laughs> <laughs> I do love waffles, and if your kid shows up. And gives my kid the measles. You better bring. You better bring waffles. Uh, <laughs> better bring I'm, waffles and butter. I'm going to choke you out because it's just it's unreal. It's, what are these people thinking? Again, again, everybody. It gets into this whole idea of the mentality of people being in their own little circle and not seeing past their own. You know, like the world revolves around them as opposed to them. Well, they get sucked the into this confirmation bias, right? And then they just start searching for information. To back up what they Anything believe. That, and, and you know the way the internet is. If the internet has one thing about something, it has four things on the other end. So you go, oh yeah, this person in, you know, in the state of, uh, of uh, you know, Alabama says, I'm right. And he's got things to prove it. I've said this before. It's not exactly the same. but Say it, it again, Vinny. Okay. Linus Pauly is a gentleman that won the Nobel Prize back in the 60s. Linus Pauli was a big proponent of vitamin C. He said that vitamin C was the cure-all of everything. And if you took extreme doses of it... He would pee it out. Well, <laughs> that's what happens. But that's not what Linus Pauli thought. <laughs> Linus Pauli thought that you could cure just about everything on the planet. And he was convinced that he was right. And because he was a doctor... I don't know if he was a doctor. He was a Nobel Prize winner. And he was, he was researching this. People started listening to them. Even now... When it's been debunked and proven that if you're sick, vitamin C is not what you take. Zinc is what you take. Zinc, yeah. These people are still taking vitamin C. There's a thing called airborne that people were popping years ago because it, it showed a little guy getting sniffles on an airplane. Take vitamin C. You won't get sniffles on the airplane. Bullshit. Bullshit. 
I remember. It's Vitam- still out there. Yeah, it is. Vitamin C. Well, they had What's a t- it called? The flight thing? It's called, it's called air, oh, it's some kind of air- sickness, airborne sickness or something like that. But the name of the, the name of the product is airborne. Airborne, yeah. And, and they had to take it off the market for a while because their claims were you wouldn't get sick because of it. So they had to change their claims because that's not right. If There's a thing out called Zycam. Zycam. Zycam is this little thing that you, that's, it's got a swab in it and you put it in your nose. When you it's start coming feeling, in a gel, you can shoot it into your nose. You shoot like a, a like a sniffle thing. Now, but otherwise, yeah. it's it's got a little little uh, like a Q-tip looking thing. Yeah. One as soon as you get the case of the of the sniffles or you have a scratchy throat or whatever, in the very beginning, if you put this on here, you can keep whatever cold you have at bay at bay for a little while longer. Same thing goes with zinc. If you start taking zinc the minute like zinc lozenges, the minute you start feeling those things, you can push off getting sick for almost I a week. I think Zycam makes a lozenge. They probably do. Because Zycam probably, because of the name, sounds like it might have sink in it. This is not a show you tune into to learn how to beat the common cold. This is where we rail on morons that... Repeatedly, multiple times. Oh, my goodness. I just, I was fired well, up. Well, here, here's... Fired up today. Here's the, here's the thing about... The, the whole the, Jewish the, thing. Well, the, well... And I'm, I'm Christian. <laughs> the, the thing that kills me about the, the Jewish thing is you're taking a piece of history, you're twisting it and turning it, to fit your narrative. narrative, your political narrative, yeah, and you're saying it's because of this. No, it's not. There are so many people that think the Holocaust didn't exist. Oh yeah, that, that's whole. I was I was at the Holocaust Museum in D.C. I got news for you, it existed. You know, they they had a train a, a train car thing with all these these pieces of hair that they had cut off all the all the the people when they went in to have their 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 permanent shower. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's crazy. And people go, well, no, it didn't exist. It didn't happen. What do you mean it didn't happen? What what world are you living in that, that suggests that, that history doesn't exist? Well, those that refuse to acknowledge history yeah, are doomed. Are doomed. Doomed to repeat it. Exactly. Exactly. So and the other one I saw today on the news was uh, in Ohio, here where we live, they're um, passing a, a law about abortion. I think oh, it's heartbeat, like heartbeat abortion, something, or something like that. It's after eight weeks. There's now there's they're putting a yeah some kind of time limit on it, and oh boy, people were up in arms. Oh oh, oh, and this is what pissed me off is this this and she was a representative. I don't know her name. I would dime her out if I could, but she said this is the same as slavery. I'm like, how you're making pregnant women slaves? That's what slave owners used to do. Is is make people have babies, and, and I was like, "How dare you? How, How do you draw that line?" She got there, and she was she was some democratic, you know, representative black lady. So slavery I mean, and pregnancy are the same. Well, if you make them keep the baby, then yeah, it's just like. You're, ens- how you would- you're enslaving them. Yes. So when they decided to sleep with a man, they were enslaved. I guess. I guess I don't get that. I don't either. Now, if I, we're having a, we're having a conversation about rape and incest, uh, that's a, that's a different okay. si- that's different that's situation. Not what she was talking about. No, that, that and that that's the thing yeah. that makes it makes it difficult because you that you again you're taking something and you're twisting that's history my point. sideways. Yeah. yeah, and you're going slavery and pregnancy are, are the, the same, same thing. thing. This equals that. No, it doesn't. No, and just because you say it, that's the thing that kills me about anybody in the, in the in the public eye or the, or. Politics. Just because you repeat something enough doesn't make it true. No, and that's fake news. And there's no such thing as fake news. 
Right. I, I don't believe in fake news. I think it's just, I call that lies. Or shitty reporting. <laughs> it's either yeah. true or it's, it's either news, which you're reporting facts, or it's lies. I, I, what, what, happens, what happened to the, to, the, to the people that were good reporters, like Woodward and Bernstein? Yeah. They got several fact-checking people to say, I won't confirm it on, on in public, but I, can't but I can say this. that this is true. This is a fact. So then, and you get a corroborating person, then you say, I can report that these are- this And we is start a, to build a, a, a case. Right. And, but you're not just going, I think that all parrots are gay. You know, <laughs> what, what gave you that? I had to pick something that was so wrong that there was nobody that could disagree with the me. The sky is orange. You know, we have- we, uh, It was reported today. And we all have 12 fingers. We just had two removed when we were young. You just don't know about it. It's not right. widely reported. We vaccinated people it's, and two of their fingers yeah. fell off. Fake news, no such thing. It's it's just a pack of lies. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. News is news. Facts Opin are facts. Opinions are opinions. And, it's yeah. one thing to have an opinion, you know. And everybody's entitled to their opinion. Yeah. Anybody can get up and stand up. Look, we got a damn podcast. We're talking about our opinions and saying what we want to say. You can listen to it or not. Your choice. It's an opinion. It's an opinion. And it, if it happened to be based in, in mainly fact, that's kind of cool. If it's based in erroneous stuff and you're still making an opinion, it's still an opinion. Certainly. Certainly. You know. So, okay. Next topic. What's what's our next section? Oh, um, the... We're, we're talking about every everyday stuff, right? You know, stuff that what's on your what's, oh, on, what's what, on your noodle? What's on your noodle? We need we need some theme music for what's on your noodle. Yeah, we have to Maybe just like a what's on your noodle with Jr. and Vinny. If we tell you what's on our noodle, you have to listen. So what's How's that? How's that for? I'll I'll take it. That that's that sounds okay. good to me. So Vinny, what's on your noodle? What's on my noodle? The world of of manners. Oh oh, Miss Manners. <laughs> well, it was the lady you would, you would write into and ask her about. Helpful manners. hints from Heloise, or yeah, or, I think that was or, it. Or Abigail Van Buren. One of those. Oh, yeah. yeah. But here's 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 my rant for the day. So on a daily basis, we have to interact with people. Even if you're, you know, you're, you're in a cubicle, you have to kind of interact with people. Sure. You know, and, and interaction comes in many forms. You know, there's emails, there's phone calls, and, and, and all those things that can be uh, distant. And then there's, you have to talk to somebody. You have to have a conversation. You have to have the ability to form sentences, shake your head at the right time, listen to what's going on, not be an ass. That being said, if you're in a room, we'll give you we'll give you several examples to, to and, and how you would answer this. If you and I are in a room, Jr. Yeah. And you're listening to your favorite music, whatever happens to be today, you know, like what's on your noodle, what's on your what's on what's on your on your uh, you know what's iPad, on your iPad, uh, yeah, iPad or on your phone yeah, or whatever. Sure. So let's say you're listening to Rush, okay? And I don't mean Rush. I don't mean Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. <laughs> and and you're listening to it, and for some reason. The person next to you either doesn't like Rush or would like to listen to something else and Rush is a little bit too loud. Right. What do you what would you do if you were the other person? 
um, I would maybe com- compromise. There's, there's a couple ways you could go about that. You could collaborate where you find something you both, both like. like. That's a win-win. That's a win-win. You could compromise where it's lose-lose. Right. Where it's like, oh, I'll give in if you give in. Right. You know, or there's forcing, which I'm going to get my way. Screw you. Screw you. For what, however yeah. you want to do it. I'm the boss. I'm not the boss. Yeah, you so... Know. There's multiple ways to skin that cat. People people go about it different so, ways. So I'm I'm going to give you a scenario that that I experienced a couple of days ago that that I didn't get. I, so at work we get to listen to pretty much whatever we want to music wise. I mean obviously with with within reason. If there's explicit rap or you know or something like that, right. you know you can't really do this. It's a family store, you know that kind of thing. But like if I want to listen to jazz and the other guy wants to listen to classical, it's not a problem. But if you work if you're working an entire shift up with somebody, one of them happens to be ten hours. You know you'd probably wind up trying to find some compromise. Sure. Like you start the day and you know you you listen to whatever you know. You can mix it up. Mix it up. Sure. Or, or you get somebody else to, to, they listen to their stuff. Well, it became a, it became a tacit, passive aggressive fight. Oh boy. I so, want to hear about this. So the, my coworker left, left the room at 11 o'clock to go get food. So I put on, I, I didn't put on any music. I decided not to put any music. He came back and he decided he was going to put on uh, some classical stuff. And I don't mind classical stuff, but what he plays is the same classical things over and over again. What, what are they? They're, clar- uh, they're clarinet concertos because, oh my he's, because he's a clarinet player. Oh, oh. Now, here's, here's, here's the ironic part. He will sit there and play the same damn piece done 17 different ways by different people. And he'll sit up there and look at the YouTube videos and watch. Sometimes they have the music, and he'll analyze the music and sit there and watch this. Mm. Okay, that's fine. There, there's a, at work. At work. In a, in a music store. So, I mean, I guess it's It is okay. music, yeah. So, my boss is a clarinet player as well. Oh my but God. Ho- however, comma. In a music store, usually it's a bunch of guitar players right. that own those places. Right. What, what the well, hell's going on over well, my country? I, I'm, the, I'm the, uh, the, the odd man out. But here's the funny thing. When I told this to my boss, she's going, Why does he do that? And, and she plays and She's a clarinet player. She goes, I like a good piece now and then, but this is ridiculous. So here, Vinny's trying to, trying to deal with this and just trying to suck it up, realizing that, you know, I work with a guy for 20 hours in a week. I mean, it's, you got to get along. You got to get along, yeah. right? So whenever there's an opportunity for him to get out of the room, I'll shut it off and I'll put some some stuff on for me. So I figure, well, you listen to clarinet concerto stuff for two hours. I'm going to listen to two hours of Brian Bromberg and and and, and, and bass playing. <laughs> I'm not going to put it up on YouTube where I can stare at his hands and go, "Look, he's using his fourth finger," you know. <laughs> so, but I, but I put that on, right? And for the most part, he's been he's been good about about you know trying to have that diversity without saying, right. oh, okay, I see you're listening to stuff or whatever. Yeah. So the other day, he had listened to clarinet stuff all day, and then I put on my stuff, and I'm listening to it. We happen to have an Alexa at work, so I'm listening to it on Alexa. And in the midst of this, he walks back in after having dinner, picks up his phone. And puts on a clarinet concerto and starts oh. listening to it on his phone at the same time I'm listening to, to my music. How old is this individual? 30. Punk. Yeah, pretty much. So I this was my line in the sand. I said, I'm not saying anything. I'm not turning this off. I'm going to keep it on. He actually sat and listened to that damn clarinet concerto for like 25 or 30 minutes. Now, he didn't say, hey, Vinny, I'm doing this critique for a student of mine, and I need to see him do this video. 
He just decided it was time for him to do this and he was just going to do it. No discussion, no manners, no, hey, hey, could I have like half an hour to do this? You can listen to anything you want afterwards, but I, I got to do that. That would be nice. Do you think I would say yes? Well, of course I would say yes. Of course you would. But because he didn't say that. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I'm listening to Brian Bromberg or Marcus Miller playing Burning Down the House, but it's such a, wait, oh. And it's like, it's like, I'm just, no, I'm not doing it. I'm just it's not war. doing it. It's war. Yeah, it's war. So the, the conversation, I, I haven't told this story to anybody else at work. I can't wait to tell this to Haley because she, the, the clarinet player. Oh, yeah. She's going to go, what the hell is wrong with him? She says, do I have to send out an email about listening to music? I go, I hope to hell not because if that's going to happen, I'm not going to listen to any. And I, and at I pro- the music store. Well, yeah, it's at the music store. Yeah, yeah. The, the, I'm the, sorry, but music's prohibited. <laughs> I'm sorry, you can't listen to clarinet concertos. You can't or, listen to any music or smooth jazz because nobody can get Some along. Some clarinet player. Ruined, ruined music. it for everybody. Ruined, ruined music for everybody. And there's some, there's some truth to that. Yeah, yeah, in real life, yeah. There's some yeah, truth to yeah. that. But the, the whole, the whole point of this goes back to, back to simple manners. And I think part of this goes back to the fact that we deal with people in emails and Facebook and texting, where you can have some emotions in there, but it's harder to read emotion. And because of that, we've become you know, maybe uh, stagnant to, to recognizing emotion or we, we're not exactly sure how no, to you're, interpret you're, emotion. Okay, so you're 100% right. And I'll, I will tell you that we have to be careful, not only as parents, but as just individuals in today's society. And my example is Alexis or Siri. Alexa. Alexa, yeah. Alexa. Alexa. Yeah. Or Siri. Right. Kids can get on there and they can ask for something. They don't have to say please. Nope. They just say, "Tell me this. Tell me that. Do this. And I, do that." I've, I've, and guess what that machine does? Does it? it? Damn well does it. So that's how they're learning yeah. how to request things. Sure. And it works. And that's how they get things. Sure. So when they show up at school, they tell their you know, "Give me that." Do this, do that. So, you know, now we're, we're raising these kids to not understand that other human beings are not Siri. They're not Alexa. And, and, and the thing about it is, is that when do you learn that as a kid? As a parent, when do you teach that to a child? After the word mama, dada, please. Right. I, we, our granddaughter. You have to inculcate it early. Our granddaughter is almost two, and we're having a hard time because we don't see her that much. Mm-hmm. And when we do see her, we try to get her to speak because she doesn't do a lot of talking. And we're trying to get her to say please. And we will withhold things in order to make her understand that if you say please, you get. If you don't right. say please, you don't. That's how you teach it. Right. And, and it's. Say it, Vinny. Say please. Say, <laughs> say please. And, you know, but the, the whole point of this. Give is, me the wine. Right, just give it to just give it to me. Just no. give it to me. Well, here's, <laughs> please. You're welcome. I already took the. I took some. Thank you. Oh, yeah, you're Thank welcome. You. You're welcome. <laughs> but that was that was another. We are we are cultured, mannered bass players well, here. I'm hold, and on bass and off point. I'm holding up my pinky as I. Oh, drink. he is too. <laughs> I do that. It's anyway. Very impressive. Oh, this is good. But the the other point about that is is that 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 attitude is a child's attitude. 
you know, I, I'm making the gesture of the give me the give me yep. gesture. Justice, my daughter, teaches at a daycare center, and she teaches them sign language to say please and thank you. You know, the 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 one for uh, please is this, I think, okay. or more. But she teaches them all that stuff so they understand that, so that uh -huh. they associate that with saying something. Now they're not saying it obviously because they haven't got to the point where they're old enough to do that. But they get to the point where they can do that. Where she can, she'll. Her big thing now is when she talks to them. These kids are between the ages of six months and, and two and a half years. So obviously, two and a half years, they've got some formed sentences yeah. and they can do some stuff. But she'll do. She'll say things like she'll she'll do this. I'm making a thing like your your hand is talking, and she'll say no, thank you. That's the that's the the uh, sign language for no, thank you. Conductors do that to me all the time. Well, they, they did that to me for 20, 24 years. No, no, thank you. Stop. Just stop. <laughs> give me the hand. Give hand. I'm not give playing anymore, I'm sir. I'm not, not even playing. I'm not, the, the, amp, the amp is off. Do not bless, bless. I used to love that shit. Not, mm, Vinny, turn down. <laughs> I turned down any farther, sir. I'm going to be in the next week. <laughs> I always overdid whatever oh, and oh, it doesn't oh. it's not even like concert band like any rehearsal, any rehearsal. someone tells me to turn down i've turned down so low they go not that low turn it up from there you're just like okay i, yeah, used, to, I, I used to have this argument with with commanders they, they say you're too loud so I, well, I was playing on these big heavy acoustic amps that back in the 80s that was yeah. a popular thing because of jocko and um i would turn it down it was i said it, it was on one and it, Commander goes, Vinny, can you turn down? I go, sure. And I turn it down to half. And he goes, well, that's too soft. I said, well, to be honest, sir, I said it's on one out of ten right now. When I started, now it's on half. I don't know what you want me to do. You know, and, and, and he's like, well, turn it back up and play lighter. I'm a bass player, sir. I don't play light. You know, I just play. You know, but it, it, they didn't understand that. And you're right. I, the big gesture is what you would do. Okay, I'm going to turn down. And you make that, make that. One of the guys we were talking about before we started the podcast, and Jeff Sandrew, used to have, have, a, have a, a fader on the board called a DF. And it, For it, a dump fuck. Dump, dump fuck, yeah. And if, if, you walk, if somebody walked up and said, it's, it's too, too loud. loud. You go, oh, man, I, I'm sorry. And you go like this, that. and I go, oh, that sounds so much better. <laughs> you're welcome. You know, you're welcome. Fuck off. Dumb fuck. Dumb fuck. Yeah. yeah. Or, or is it dumb, dumb motherfucker fader? DMF. I, wait, the, the DMF. The DMF. I think it was DMF. Yeah. We'd have to ask Drew. Yeah. yeah, I'll have to ask him next time I see him. Well, what's what's the special knob you have on, on this board? It does nothing but keep people happy. Keep people happy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it works for everything. We should play a tune. Which one play? Um, I wrote this tune, I don't know when, called Polarize. And okay. I, stole, I stole the changes from a Miles Davis tune. Solar? Solar. Okay. And then I added a vamp oh, okay. to it. Because I like the vamp on the tune... Um, Ba -da -na -na. Oh, what was that song? It's it's um. Ba -da 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 -da. Oh, crap, I can't think of it. Anyways, it has a nice vamp on it. Okay, it's kind of like a sussy vamp to it. So I kind of added that in. It's not an artist. What is it? No, it, no, it, it's uh, um. Is that milestone or is it something? No, no, oh, no, no, oh, no. It's okay. another tune. Okay. Uh, who wrote Take Five? Dave Brubeck. I think it's a Brubeck tune. Oh, is it in your own sweet way? That's it's what the, it is. It's the a, mi it's yeah. the a minor vamp or a Dorian. Is it a Dorian or a Fritchie? Uh, yeah. yeah, it's like an a, a. It's an a sus. A sus, yeah. Thing, and then you go back because there's a million changes. Yeah. Like, two, five, oh my five. God! There's like change of two five one, two five one, two yeah. five two. Oh, two five one. Oh, in the bridge. Guess what? Two five one. And then ah, oh, you just get this nice long eight bar 
one chord you thing. Can stretch out a little bit. Yeah, so that, that kind of like merged those two tunes. I haven't really come up with a melody, so I'll just I'll just fart around. We'll figure something out. All right, let's play. Let's do it. like that tune oh thanks man that's kind of fun to play it is fun to play i always liked um solar yeah solar is always fun to you play. know because it, it it's like it's like a snowball like these four bars of one kind of sound oh then there's two bars of a sound then it's it's like oh, oh now we're down to like one two bars but over have you ever done uh um, trading uh sixes with solar no that's a great idea it's a, it's a jim smith idea so ah, if, brilliant. When, when you play with him in, in April, yeah, ask him to do solar Let's and let you, let you play the head. Because that's, that's I play the head, and then he, he starts yeah. trading and he trades sixes. Yeah. Let, let him trade sixes. He'll give, you, he'll give you the funny look the first time, and you're going, oh. That's, it's perfect. Yeah. That's, play, that, play, that last, play that last triad. That, uh, which one? Ba-ba-ba-da-ba-da. No, no, no. The, the three notes together. Uh, the, it sounded like I'll tell you what. That's the meanwhile Aunt Sally's lying in the ditch chord. <laughs> meanwhile, Aunt Sally's lying in the ditch. Can we find her before she croaks? <laughs> Tune in next week for the Edge of Wetness. <laughs> it's just an augmented triad. That, that doesn't matter. That's the that's, that's the Aunt the Sally sound. chord. That's the sound. That's the Aunt Sally's lying in the ditch chord. <laughs> Uh, well, that's new. To, I'm just going to add that to my bag of tricks. See? Oh, yeah, Tune in man. next week for another tip from Vinny playing bass. <laughs> <laughs> I recognize that chord. Thank you, Vinny. Let's move on. Okay. Uh, maybe it's time to um, take me to the Weller. Oh, I have a great story. Well, let's, 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 uh, let's stop with this, or, or, or let me preface this story from the beginning. This story is about a friend of ours that we both know. 
that served with us in the military. Her name is Felita. Flo. It's, it's now Felita LaRock. Yes. She's been married for several years now. And Felita was the, the vocalist in the rock band Systems Go. Mm-hmm. Back while I was in the, in, the, in the military in the early 2000s. So we went on a, a, a fateful trip to Chattanooga, Tennessee. Now, there's a lot of Weller stories in this Chattanooga, Tennessee trip. I'm going to use this particular story, but I have several that I can go to the Weller with at any time. Nice. Well, break it out. Let's so, hear it. So we are sitting in the van in the truck waiting to go. And if you haven't figured out how it works or people that are playing the home game and don't know how, to, how this works, when a rock band goes out and plays at a school, we usually get up at a pretty, pretty early hour. We all meet out at the, at the van and the truck. And, you know, we usually get some coffee or whatever. And we get out there to do it because we play through the day. You know, we might do two, two shows in a day and then we'll come back about five or six o'clock in the evening. So we're all sitting in the van and Felita happens to be the only... I think at the time, Felita was the only female vocalist with us. So she gets a little bit of a pass about getting ready in the morning because with us, it's, you know, comb our hair and splashing cologne on and deodorant. We're good to go. Ladies take a little longer to take it, get themselves ready. So she's not there yet. So somebody says, where's Felita? I said, I don't know. I'll go find her. So the hotel that we were staying at in Chattanooga was a Chattanooga Choo Choo Hotel. They had the, actually had the boxcars in there and everything right. else. So I'm walking up to, up to Felita and she's inside the lobby looking at me and she's got this distressed look on her face like something is awfully wrong. So I'm walking up to her and I'm like, Felita, what's going on? She says, I can't get out. <laughs> what do you mean you can't get out? I said, you're standing right there. She goes, and there was a, there was a, a mat in the floor, you know, like to wipe your feet right. when you get there. And she's sitting there and it looks like she's doing a, a dance and she's tapping on the damn mat and she goes, the mat's not working, I can't get the doors to open. And I'm looking at her like, are you dead serious now? So I, I look down, I'm, I'm, I believe her, you know? So I look down and I'm going, with this inquisitive look like trying to figure out what's going on. I finally realized that there is no goddamn electric door. She just hasn't pushed the bar on the door. So I look at her and I go, Felita, push the bar. And she stops and realizes what fatal error she made. And she looks down and she looks up and she starts to explain herself. And I start walking away. <laughs> I didn't even, no, of course not. She's wrong. You know, so I, I turn away and I'm like three steps order. And then she's like walking up behind me. Well, you know, I thought that, 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 that no, 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 never mind. No. So I, I get in the van. I'm like, Felita didn't push the bar. And they're going, what? I said, Felita's standing on the rug, tapping the rug like she's doing some kind of dance. And she thinks the door is supposed to open. And the door's, door's not. So, so the, every time I have moments now where I talk to her or over the years, I just look and go, push the, the bar. bar. Okay, when I see her, I want to have to do that. Oh, so, if you do that, she'll go, what did Vinny tell you? So Felita has her own podcast with her husband, Ken. Right. Called Ken and Flo. Right. And so Vinny was kind enough to... Write a theme song for them. Now we don't know if they're going to use it. <laughs> they may, they may listen to it and go, "What the hell is this?" These dumbass bass players. This, this, this has nothing to do with this us. Nothing. Yeah, it's nothing to do with us. <laughs> Although Ken is a bass player. I did not know that. Ken is a bass player. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I went over to their house one time, and Ken goes, "Look at my five-string bass." It was like an Ibanez, Ibanez bass. Yeah. Like, oh, cool. All right. How right. about that? So he's a bass player. So he might like. So Felita married up. Yeah, she did. She, yeah, she went to vocalist, the bass player. Yeah. yeah, how about that? Up the food chain. That's right. So I think we should play the, the the theme song on our podcast. Sure, I think that's perfect. And and get some feedback because we get so much feedback. 
Yeah, that one person keeps. Yeah, know, that's my brother. Don't say that. Oh, sorry. Don't. <laughs> don't say that. It was bad enough I had to say it was from Pittsburgh. <laughs> Oops. Know. Sorry, guys. Next, next is a comment from somebody from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Wait, Vinny, is that where you're from? Aren't you from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania? <laughs> uh, no, I'm from Ohio. <laughs> so, so let let's play this. Let's play yeah, this. Yeah, let's thing. do this. It's, it's not that long. It, it's a it's a just, just a little, little intro. Yeah. There's supposed to be lyrics at the end, and we were having a tr- hard time figuring out. We'll figure it how out eventually how to how to get lyrics. But, in but, this but thing. the fact that Vinny and Jr. play bass and don't really sing. sing. No. And if but I start playing bass, I'll stop. Can flow. Can it flow? Can it flow? Let it flow. Can it flow? Can it flow? Can it flow? That's it. Let it flow. Let it flow. Baby, let it flow. And so imagine that at the end of the song. Right. So let's 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 play it. Okay, let's do it. So, so if, if if they don't like it, we'll be one of our. To, they don't have to use this it. is this is just this could be our theme song. Well, that'd be perfect. You know, would it be? On they're on base. base. They're off point. <laughs> they're on base. They're off point. <laughs> we'll just we'll play. They're on, on base. base. We'll play. They're on base, and then we'll just stop playing point. for on point. They're on base. We're off point. We're on, <laughs> they're on base. We're off point. We're way off point. <laughs> what are you doing? Who could do? Completely off point. So if they if they like it, that'll be their themes. Maybe we can have them on the show, or we can have that would be cool. Yeah, you know. to do like a, um, you know, a, a, um, what do you call it? Oh, collaboration. Collaboration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what is the time for now? I think it's time for the reading room. On base and off point, present the reading room with Jr. and Vinny. Hey, that was good. Timing. <laughs> yes. I didn't know what I was doing either. All right. So, uh, what's on your uh, reading agenda? So, I've been reading Jordan B. Peterson, his Twelve Rules for Life. Just twelve. An antidote for chaos. If you have too many rules, it creates more chaos. So this is this this is twelve. Fix, this will fix it all. I don't know. It, it'll help. It can't hurt. Well, give me one of the rules. So, yeah. So, I've, I've, I'm like four chapters in. The next one's about kids. And oh, oh, God. Yeah. That's, that's not a rule. That's a... That's a that's it's, it's, an, it's an endeavor. Yeah. So, uh, rule five. Do not let your children do anything that makes you dislike them. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's, I haven't started that one. Can I take well, that home I, and read it to my stepson? You should. Yeah, I should. should. <laughs> yeah. There's it's, a lot of well, things that I dislike. I haven't got through that, but it, it starts out with this um, lady going through the airport with a little kid who's just screaming. Right. Not 
because it's hurt or just just to make it you know just, cry, it's, it's, it's just to be annoying no, right. and the parents are not correcting the child okay and it's like um the child's not just annoying the, it's just, they're doing it to annoy the parent and in the process they're annoying everybody else right. in earshot and it's like everyone else in the airport's going what the hell shut just that, shut, kid, shut that, that kid, kid up. up yeah exactly so when you let the kid get away with it um that's a bad thing. You're com- I haven't, like I said, I haven't got. That, you haven't got into that. Yeah, I haven't really got into that. But it makes sense that um, I wouldn't let my kids do that. No, I, I had a, I had a thing with Justice where if Justice got to the point where she was, she was obnoxious and she was carrying on like that, I would pick her up, not not hurt her or do anything bad to her, but I would pick her up and I'd walk away, and I would talk to her. Look. I'm not, you're not doing this. You're not going back to your mother. You're mm-hmm. not going back to any of these people until you yeah. stop doing what you're doing. Are you going to listen to me? Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't care if you were two or, or 22. You yeah. Know, you, 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 yeah. I'm not doing that with you. Yeah. Um, but we've talked about some of the rules kind of not even like – remember I was talking about the bass player that came to my gig at the Stompers, and I said, yeah – you you're you're 12 years old or you're you're 22 oh, right you can't compare yourself to me right you got, you got so go- one of his rules is um you you should not compare yourself to others but to your who you were yesterday you compare yourself to where you were yesterday yeah exactly right that's that's a good that's a good comparison or that's right. a good if you look at yourself and say yesterday i was a i was a raving ass and today, and today I'm, I'm better not, i'm just i'm just an ass right well i've made and, progress, okay, I've made progress. As opposed to going, I really want to be yeah. like somebody. Yeah. And so he has this concept of you are the, not just you, but you're the community of yous across the time continuum. Oh, you personally. Yeah. It's like you are not just you, but so, so you're you, every you that you were in the past. So You're your own community of yous. So you would have a, if, if you take that as that, that point, does that mean... The JR at your current age, are you 53 or 54? I'm 53. You're 53. JR at 53, and you compared yourself to JR at 23. Yeah. You could you could sit there and go, there's a lot of things about me at 53 that are better than I was at 23. There are some things that are different. Mm-hmm. There are some things that are I don't like. There are some things yeah, I don't change. Yeah, and I wonder, change. would the JR of 23 be impressed with the JR of 53, 53. which is hard because you have – this expectation for yourself or your own of your own potential. And we talk, we talk about potential all the time. And did I meet my potential? Did I fulfill the potential that I saw myself when I was 23? And I don't know. I don't know that I did or didn't. I do know that there's no way in hell that if you told me when I was 23, that I would be in the air force in 20, yeah, 26 years and be a chief master sergeant. You you go, not me. You're (laughs) You're the wrong guy. You're going to be way out before that. Now I might join the air force and play music, but I, yeah. Well, that, that whole, that whole thing comes with a, at that age, Yeah, you don't have, you don't have the experience to make, like you just said, about the bass player, you don't have the experience to compare yourself to me at from 22 to 53. Yeah, that's a good point. That's just not there. And if you look at yourself and say, at 23, there is no way, if somebody took you over to the side and say, look, I can magically make you in charge now. I can, I can, I can, you know, go through this, this, this mini morphing machine and you're going to come out as a chief master sergeant in charge of the bands. Would you do it? I can't imagine somebody necessarily thinking it through and saying yes, because 
if I know you like I think I know you, back when you were 23, you wanted to do exactly what I wanted to do. I wanted to pick up the bass. I wanted to play until my fingers were raw and hopefully yeah. do some other things around that, but mainly play bass. As, as long as there's sex and drugs, I can live without the rock and roll. We, well, <laughs> this, this, it, was, it was a drummer from Spinal Tap. I think, yeah, I forget which, which drummer it was because they go through so many. Right, one blew up, spontaneously combusted. It's just a little green gobule <laughs> left, <laughs> left on the drum stool. <laughs> did nothing there. Just, 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 just a, a flash of light. And he gone. was gone. <laughs> um, but, but, I mean, am I right or am I wrong? At, 20, at 23, what, you, what did you want to do? You wanted to, wanted to play a gig, go home, drink, and, you know, have sex. Yeah, that's... <laughs> no, well, yeah, for certain. But I didn't want to be married, you know? You, well, you no. want to be in a rock band or you want to be a, st a studio musician but, but you, but or you, this or the other. What, did you come in at 23? Were you, oh, no, I was 28 when I came in. Okay, 27. All right, all right so let, let's take 28 when you were in. Yeah. At 28... You weren't married yet. You didn't get no. married. You didn't get married for a couple, couple, no, three years. No, and I told that. everyone um, one time, one, one, four years, and I'm out. Right. And then that, no, but, I was serious. And what did you? I wasn't want, kidding. What did you want to do in that four years? I wanted to you shed. Wanted to I wanted shed to and practice, play. shed and play. And then I wanted to get out and move to New York City. Right. And live on ramen noodles the rest of my life. Right. Which you would probably be doing now. I probably would be. But you'd be playing. Leo, Leo Smith, guy retired from the Air Force Band program. Mm -hmm. Wonderful player. Hi, Leo. Um, Leo. Leo Leo was here, and, and he said he wanted to go to New York. And he was single. He didn't have to worry about anybody else. And I said, Leo, if you don't go now, you never will. You, you need to go. Well, that's the thing. I should have gone when I was 21. Well, you yeah, probably. But, but you would have went through a process that could, I was watching. I, I don't go, want to go too far afield. But I was watching a, a YouTube interview with Buddy Rich in the last year he was alive in 1987. Mm -hmm. And Buddy Rich... I think it was 87, but it was, it was his last interview. And Buddy Rich was talking about he didn't go to school. He went to New York, and he wound up getting involved with bands, you know, Artie Shaw's band, uh, Tommy Dorsey's band, on you know, and then all these other people, and that was his schooling. Yeah. But that was a tough life. It wasn't, it wasn't, he was fortunate to have the right people helping him, and it was fortunate that he yeah. was at the right talent and at the right time. Well, there's, yeah, there's a lot. I mean, it's not just one thing. No. There's a lot of variables. Especially for that, yeah. You know, well, but, anything in life, really. I mean, no matter what profession. So if if you, you know, were to, if you were to, to go back, let let's let's do this. I don't know that there's an answer to this, but if you yeah. were, if you were to go back to your 28 year old self, mm -hmm. what would you tell you? Nothing. I, I'm... Not not one not one thing to go. Hey, change this. Oh, to change or anything. Just I, I, you, you want to impart some wisdom. What would you tell your 28-year-old self? I would tell myself, um, don't aim too low. Okay. Don't sell yourself short. Go do different things. Don't be afraid to do different things. Okay. Don't, th that, I think that's sound advice that I could have used back then. Well, that makes sense. You know, it's, I think it's real easy to, to not... Set goals high enough. Reach for something that you don't think you can reach. You can get. Yeah. Because you will. Or at least you'll, if you're aiming that high, you'll learn something in the process. You're going in the right direction. Right. That makes that makes perfect so, sense. Because I would say, yeah, I think that there's because you can't you can't pass all. I mean, 
we get into this this Einstein theory of of of, of time being a curvature, and mm-hmm. it's curved enough you can see the see the future, or you can bend time. I, I don't I don't know the the whole theory behind it, but there was a movie with Denzel Washington and Val Kilmer in it that, that talked about um, sending somebody into the future for a few seconds and hopefully changing something because they could see the future. I, I, I'm being, I don't remember the name of the movie. I, I wasn't out of time. It sounds a little bit like Interstellar, too, with uh, what's his name? Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the deal is, is that you're not, giving, you're not given a lot of time to make that decision about what you want to do. And, and if you tell somebody too much, you could change their, their, their life and change time inexorably. Right. Yeah. You know, so you just want to give them like a small tidbit of information, like what you're doing is good. Keep doing what you're doing, or you should. Well, that's what I meant earlier. It's like I probably, you know, I don't want to. You don't want to spoil it. Yeah, I, I was fine. I was doing okay. Yeah, I wasted a lot of. My, I made two good decisions in my twenties. That okay. was it. What well, What'd you make? <laughs> First, I d- I decided to join the Air Force. That was a good decision. Sure. And the second one was to marry Lisa. After that, I made a lot of marginal. <laughs> Marginal moments. I mean, a lot of marginal decisions. But, but didn't you learn from those marginal moments? Yeah, certainly. That's resiliency. It's it's growing from from failure. Yeah, or, lots or, of or, and or, I still or, do. I mean, I'm still. Well, sure. If you if know. you if you fail to learn, you 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 know you're done. You're it's done. game over. Yeah, you got to stay in growth mindset. Right. Willing to learn, figure it out. Oh, don't do that again. Because if you do that, that's again, what I tell these younger kids. You know, when I talk to them in the in the Air Force, it's like. That's how I got all these stripes because I made a lot of mistakes. Right. So I've learned a lot, but I didn't give up. You just keep learning from it, getting better. Sure. Make a decision. Wrong decision. Learn from it. Get better. Most most of the decisions that I made that were wrong were were great decisions because they they turned out to be something else in the future. True. True. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm, uh, doing a, a briefing tomorrow morning. Nice. Yeah. First term Airman Center. So it'll be probably 25 brand new right out of tech school this is the first assignment and we're going to talk about resiliency there you go and it should be fun there you go good for you yeah i i, I have fun when i you know teach instruct or whatever yeah well, let's if, have a good time if you don't have fun why are you doing it exactly well i don't have to right right i'm an you're, e9 you're right <laughs> you're at my the, office right. you're, you're at the place right yeah. now where you really don't have to do anything i don't, you don't but want to. I, I really enjoy hanging out with the younger kids that's good they keep me young you know Works. Keeps you go, keeps you going home at the end of the day, going. Wow, that yeah. was some pretty interesting stuff. Yeah. I think it's time for a tune in three. Okay, I got this. I got this one uh, with some nice harmonics. Um, I don't know what the hell we're going to call it. I, uh, I got I got a nice a nice little melody for it. But we. Uh, How'd I, you come up with it? I was just this this. If I've done nothing else with this podcast, and you've done nothing. Repeatedly, else, yeah. Yeah. Nothing That's what else. I've learned. Uh, I'm yeah. learning from. Yeah, yeah, you're learning from my mistakes. You're sitting around doing nothing. I. <laughs> the reality uh, is, I sit around and do nothing while you set everything up. <laughs> I'm just in there pouring it, wine. Having, uh, yeah. I've had three drinks already. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Good. Because I'm. Get I, this I, thing set up. Uh, I'm ready to talk. <laughs> I'm going. Eh, well, yes, I come think, on, I man. think it's ready. But the 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 point is, is that one of the things I like about this is that I I've I force myself in my in practicing. To do some writing, and I, yeah. I got a, I got a notebook. I never thought I would be the guy that had a notebook with shit in it. You're, you know, you're that guy. I see I'm that now I'm that I, I, I now got a notebook that I'm opening You've up. Got 
glasses, reading glasses sitting right next to it. And I have no idea what the hell to do with so either So what them. would 28-year-old Vinny say about you now? What is, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> what the fuck happened? What did, you, what did you do? What did you do with me? Stop. Look at me now. Stop. <laughs> you should have, you should have went to the gym more, you know, not less. Stop eating donuts and trying to run around the track. We used to do that. Eat donuts and run around the track. Well, well, back then it was a mile and a half, and you had to do it in 14 minutes and 30 seconds. It was pretty easy. We had guys who used to used to do, walk the three miles. You had to walk the three miles in like 40 minutes. And you had, to, you, had, you had a tool, but it wasn't that bad. Right. You had guys like smoking cigarettes and eating donuts while they were walking there. You know, That could be the name of the tune. Smoking cigarettes and eating donuts. Eating, something like that, yeah. We'll call it eating donuts. Eating donuts. That sounds good. How I, about smoking donuts? Smoking donuts. Smoking donuts. This is right. putting the two together. That is the name. This song, Smoking, this song is not called Smoking, Smoking Donuts. donuts. And, and we'll leave it up to everybody else. All right, here we go. Let's do it.
And we're back. And here we are, back on base, and we're and still way off point. We're way off point. If we get any farther off point, we're going to be in the next week. So there's a couple things I can't understand. Maybe you can help me. One is blockchain. Okay. Okay, yeah. I, I don't get that. I've, re- I've spent an inordinate amount of time today trying to figure out what the hell is blockchain. If I understand it correctly, all the cryptocurrency runs off of blockchain. Blockchain is several different computers. It could be thousands or millions of computers. Well, it starts off with a, a, a small amount, but they're all holding the ability to mine cryptocurrency. And when they mine the cryptocurrency and create a Bitcoin, when they mine it, they have the ability to hold it in this blockchain. And this blockchain holds all the, and if, some, if I'm wrong, tell me, obviously, correct us. But I'm pretty sure I'm right. Uh, don't correct us, because I didn't say this shit. Well, correct me then. I'll, I'll take responsibility for it. I'm holding my hand high up in the air with my pinky up in the air. I was reading about this today, and I'm lost. So blockchain holds all this crypto information. All these computers have the same same, same stuff. Program and, and, and the idea that the, updates all things at the same, same time. time. And the idea behind it is in. right. The, the idea behind it is the more the more computers there are, like the more, the more va- secure it is, valid and more secure it is. Like no one person can have all the information, so that they become. So that's the, the block is the, the the document. Right. Right. That's the block. And in that block, there's there's some kind of hash. There's a, well, I'm not talking to, like the hash that you liked back in college, Vinny. I didn't like hash at college. I, I back in back in Nam. Back in back in the name, man. Dang. Just moved to hash. Ted offensive. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, uh, hashtag bl- bl- block blockchain holds all the information. So, like, if you and I, you want to buy some Bitcoin, or you want to sell me Bitcoin, or JR coin, because I'm going to have JR coin. We're oh well, all right, all right, we're going to. So you're going to sell me JR coin. Mm-hmm. You do this, it's all ones and zeros. So you're not handing me a coin and saying, here's your JR coin, Vinny. You can buy this for no, it's $10,000. It's based on a market share. It's still based on cash, but it's, it's, it's ones and zeros. It's, hexi, it's hexadecimals that's held. When you do that, you have your JR coin. Your mm-hmm. JR coin... You have a specific wallet and a passcode and a public passcode and a private passcode or a key. That information is a, is a, is a 16-digit number or whatever the hell it is. And the public one you send to me, saying this is how you access your coin. And I send you a private wallet with my numbers in it that will give you the money, transfer the money to your account. And we do it in but a it's, wallet. It's not money. It's ones and it's zeros. It's all ones and goddamn zeros. Okay. Which makes no goddamn sense to me. This is why I'm I, lost. Am I, am I using the word goddamn enough to make you understand that I don't understand completely? Yes. Good, because I'm tired of saying it. Yeah. But the, the point of it, it is is that, that the blockchain holds the information. So the blockchain for... This person and this person and this person is like four or five people all have that same information. So that verifies that the transaction between JR and Vinny is accurate and correct. And it updates it constantly. It's constantly. Not, it's not like with the bank. 
it's not, it's not like kind of freeze. They update the ledger, then they republish the ledger. Right. It's like instantaneous. It's instantaneous. It's has instantaneous it. because it's got a, a public key and a private key, and that that private key is like your signature. That, that it's only your key, so that verifies that what the transaction is is legit. Mm. Anybody can get a hold of the public the public key, but not the private key. Yep, I'm lost. You think I'm not? <laughs> so the other thing I don't understand is black holes. They took a really good picture of one, apparently. Yeah, I, no, I, I saw this, but I didn't I didn't see it. A black hole is when a sun basically turns inside out. Mm. It sucks up all the all the matter around it. Like every, what about time? Does it suck up time? No, that's a drummer. Huh? <laughs> I thought I was a vocalist. Well, it's probably a vocalist more than it is anything else. I couldn't pass that up when you say that. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, you got me there, it, dude. It, it, uh, that was funny. Because it, it, I heard they can suck up time. Well, they probably could. But, I mean, time but is that's, basically... That's a, that's, you're talking about like wormholes, which are basically black holes, but you can go from one piece of time to another piece like a tunnel. How do they know that? Somebody much smarter than me figured it out. Right. I don't know. Way smarter than me. I'm just... I can't. I don't... Did you see the picture of the black hole? What did it look like? Yeah, I did. It looked like um, a circle. With light around it. So there. it looked like a solar eclipse? Yeah, that's exactly what... Yeah, there it is. Here, I just drew it for our listening audience. Oh, okay. Looked like that. So what the hell does that mean? Yeah, I was a little like, what the, what the hell? Well, here's, here's another thing. Black holes suck in things like around it, you know? Yeah. So how close, you getting this to, how, how close are you getting to take this picture? This light years away? Apparently, they... It's like an array. It was like a they Hubble to, telescope thing. No, they, they they synced up all these different satellite. Um, oh, what do you did call like them? did like a three D image thing from the whole Earth. They used the Earth as is like a. It's you know they connected all the things that look into space. The giant laser beam <laughs> that we put on the sharks. <laughs> the shark laser beams were all hooked up. You know those big dishes that they look into space with. Direct TV? No, that's on my house, dude. Oh, sorry. I, 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 no. I, I missed the perspective. <laughs> Those massive dishes that look up in the space. Right. Well, they hooked a, a bunch of them up in the entire Earth. Okay. And use the Earth as like some kind of... Magic focal point. Exactly. And they looked up into... You're talking about know. Einstein shit, man. It is. That, that, yeah. That, that dude was smarter than all of us put together. Yeah. I, I just play bass. Yeah. And, and very well, I might add, but you well, know, that's I'm trying. Right. I'm still, you know, practice. I would say I'm practicing every day, but lately, ah. Wait, what did you say before we started? I, I said, "Hey, man, you sound good." He goes, "That's that's good." Probably because I, I practiced in two weeks. <laughs> I played in two weeks. I picked up the bass guitar. And I'm like, I haven't touched this since the last podcast. Ah, shit, son of bitch. Yes, yeah, son of bitch. I'm going to suck today. But actually, sometimes when you the first time you pick it up, after a while, I'm playing upright. You know, some, some here and there practicing, but did the you electric. Do, you, you did a stompers gig, not too long ago. Yeah, I did a stompers gig since last time we played, which was which was awesome. Um, and what else did I do? I, I had a rehearsal. Oh, I had a rehearsal here with the band. Oh, the that's J, right. You, you were telling me about you were yeah. telling me about Mate Kudas. Yeah, we we couldn't. Could there's that, right? yeah we yeah I got to rewrite it out. My 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 handwriting's not that swift. 
Oh, you're left-handed. So I am. So I Wait, pushed. So am I. Yeah, it's, oh, holy! But we both played bass. Right-handed. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. It is crazy. So AI. Okay. AI is. Um, it's. I'm thinking about the Terminator. We were talking about movies. Skynet. Skynet. It's taking over the world, Terminator. man. Just but like in, the name. And oh. singularity. Right. So singularity is when, when AI becomes self-aware. Yeah. Conscious, yeah, and and Linda Hamilton Hamil- is it Linda Hamilton? Yeah, it is. She yeah. was hot in Terminator. Oh, the second one. Two. Oh my God. Some of the two movies are better. Yeah. Aliens Two was better. Terminator Two was better. Yeah, she was a badass. She could do anything. She yeah. Wanted. Terminator One. She was like kind of like a goofy, like a small ditzy, kid. ditzy kid. Yeah. Schwarzenegger got a hold of her and, and, oh, and yeah. trained her for for two. Oh yeah, she was looking buff. Oh yeah, badass. So. It could be our own demise, this AI. Sure. All right. And it could. So could it happen that it exterminates us? Okay. So what I understand, and, and you haven't watched all of this in Travelers yet. You're still, you're still no. watching that show Travelers, right? I've, I haven't advanced. Far I've watched about as much of that as bass I played. Okay, the last two weeks. <laughs> nice. Nice. What have you been doing? What the hell have you been doing, JR? So, uh, without giving away anything that you're going to eventually find out okay. anyway in, mm-hmm. in, in Travelers, what AI was explained to me by Travelers was you give uh, artificial intelligence the chance to learn but what you do is put them in a, in a virtual box so they can only take the knowledge that they have and work through it, but they don't have access to everything. Someone's going to give them everything. Well, you're giving away the traveler's thing without knowing it. I can figure that out well, on my own. The, well, right. But I guess you know all those people in Silicon Valley, what they're doing is they're putting AI in a, in a, in a box. And they're allowing AI to grow, but they're they're monitoring their growth. So, and I'm talking about well, the like only way it can learn is from us. Well, you, no, that's not true. It can learn from itself. It can learn from itself. If, if it becomes self-aware, and that's the box situation. If I give you, if I give you all the information you need, if I say, Jer, I'm going to show you how to how to how to build a car, and I give you all the information, and I teach you all the information, you take that information, you learn how to build a car. You don't right. you don't overthink the car. You know how to build a car. So if I say, okay, make me a Ferrari, you're going to go, well, I don't know shit about a Ferrari. I only know about a Chevy. That's because I haven't given you the information yet. Okay? If you are aware, self-aware and you have access to the internet and knowledge anywhere, you will not only learn how to build a Chevy, but you'll learn how to build a Ferrari because you learn how to build a Chevy and you know where to get the information. Yeah, but then you end up learning how to build a spaceship Right. Things that you, we've you, never you, thought you of how making, they could learn you to become build. Making, you you bec- start making exponential jumps because you have this much information. If you keep it to the point where you can't get more than this information, I did the difference between one and but two these, inches. But these electronic beings could eventually oh. say, say these biological beings are... They're, fuck, they're, yeah, fuck yeah, these guys are getting in our way. We're going to kill them all. Yeah. That's what Skynet did, wanted to do. They wanted yeah. to kill, them, kill us all. That's exactly what it is. That's, that's, that's AI right there. But we invented it. Right, and and somebody, some poor bastard, is sitting in a, in a in some kind of you know locked up room, going, 
if I give it a little bit more knowledge, it'll probably it'll probably won't do anything bad, will it? You know, it's like if I if I feed somebody you know somebody sugar, they won't they won't just not like. But it's going to be a superior race, so we should just submit to it and just give up. Says you. <laughs> says you. We're like the caterpillar. Yeah, they're they're and like the, gonna, they're like they're the butterfly. Turn into butterfly. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I'm sorry, the butterflies don't live that fucking long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, you really hate AI. You hate these computers. Well, I don't know. I don't hate them. I like to use them to my advantage, but I don't believe that they have like they have no manners. No, of course not. Alexa, Alexa, <laughs> there's a thing where you, with Alexa where you can ask it to to have make, an a, a, AI conversation, and it'll have what is seemingly a conversation like you and I are having, not with the fucking all that other shit, but with with like, oh, I read an article today. Would you like to learn more about it? Sure, tell me more about the article. And it would tell you about the article. And then she'd go, well, what would you like to talk about now? And you could say sports or something like that. And she would have a conversation. The problem is, is you're leading the conversation. She's reacting to what you do. Right. It's, it's not, she doesn't take the information and, and turn it around and say, okay, we've been talking about sports. Let's talk about economics. It doesn't work that way. She doesn't have the ability to make that logical leap into something else. Or for that matter, illogical leap into something else. So what now if, they're, they're. What if they learn how to program that? Well, they probably will. Maybe they have, and they haven't told us. I'm sure we'll just get surprised one day. You know, and AOC Skynet, will be. Skynet will be right, activated. Right. We'll be. We'll be. And the we'll, nukes will be. We'll be heading, the... to, heading to fucking NORAD, trying to trying to get in there and get on a ham radio and start sending messages out <laughs> in Morris fucking code. That's so fucking ass. <laughs> Nobody's answer me. <laughs> Tap code. <laughs> Somebody's in trouble. Is anybody out there? Lassie. <laughs> Timmy's in a well. <laughs> oh, God. So that's the other thing I was thinking about this week is that I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but I can tell you this much. We have it made Why compared to the past. Because I can pick up some device and just hit a couple buttons and talk to someone on the other side of the world. It's not even hooked up to wires. It's just... I can walk around anywhere I want with it and just like George Jetson. Jane, stop this crazy thing. <laughs> it, it was just like fantasy that, oh, he's actually talking to a, a computer and that person's in there talking back to him. It's like, well, now I can do that with a phone. You have a superior laptop in your hand. Oh, yeah, more than it's 256 than, gigabytes. It's more the, than the computers the that they used to get to the moon. Right. Yeah, the, the, the damn uh, Compact 64s. Yeah, most people just use it to, you know, look at porn. You too? <laughs> <laughs> but people, it, you would think from watching the news that we live in this just crazy, terrible time, and it's like, it, it's so untrue. This, this is probably the greatest time to ever be alive on this planet because this AI thing is going to take over. Yeah. But well, it, but right now it's it's like you can get on a plane and fly to another to another world. Not if you're AOC. If you if you flew to India it's like going to another world. You could be there in a day. Right. You'd be in Japan in 15 hours. Yeah. It's crazy. Other side of the world. 11 it's hours. It's crazy. Yeah. The information that we have access to. Sure. And 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 you take you take that information you realize that what? A hundred years ago, oh yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, let's let's say 120 years ago, there were no planes. 
No. 120 years ago. So basically a generation and a half ago, there were no planes. And yeah. now we're flying jets. Well, a century and a half. or a generation's about every 20 years. Generation is how many yeah, years? Yeah, well, you can have kids about every 20, you know, 20 years. No, I'm... Well, a, a lifespan, and then a lifespan, oh, a lifespan and a half. That, I guess lifespan that's what I mean by a generation. Yeah, okay, yeah. And so, if you take the average lifespan of seventy-five years, that's a, that's a lifespan and a half. Because there's multiple ago. generations on the earth. You know, you got right. the Gen Xers. Right, you got right. The yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, I, I I said it wrong. You so assume. So assume. All right, we're going to court. <laughs> yeah, damn it. You and Trump. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but but the the point is is that a a, a lifetime and, and a half, half ago, ago that makes more sense. There was there was no planes. Well, that's just in the Western civilized world. I mean, think about there's there's still back then. If you were in Africa or some of these other places, it was even worse off than it was here. Water. (laughs) Yeah, there's still well, there's still places that there aren't running water. But to be alive on this planet in this country in the United States is, is crazy. Yeah, I mean, I have my own. I live in my own castle. Yeah, you do. I, I don't have to go outside to poop. <laughs> Got running water. I have hot water. You, I can get up. You choose not to go outside to poop. <laughs> the dogs do, but the dogs do. I can you poop. choose not to. I can poop anywhere in my house. But think about it. I've got. I can get up, take a shower on the second floor of my house, have hot water like instantly. That. There's hot water. You don't need somebody with a big bathtub no, and a woman in, no. a, in a big ass skirt with, were, with hot water in a were, bucket. There were kings that. Back in the day, oh came, piss boy! Yeah, you <laughs> wait for like, the shake. You you look like the piss boy. Well, you look like a bucket of shit. <laughs> uh, but from, you know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. there were kings that lived on this planet that do not have it near as well as you and I, and we're we're middle class. Yeah, yeah. Middle class lives like a king. Right. We really Com- do comparatively. So so why won't we put back like you know. Three hundred years ago, and, and uh, three hundred years ago, we, we like would this, we would be yeah, we would be gods. We'd also die when we were forty. Well, it's because they didn't have vaccines. Oh, wait. oh, oh right, that's right, called bringing it around. Bring it around. Bookending. Bookending. You're going to bookend this thing. These stupid oh, va- anti-vaxxers. Eat that. Go, go go live three hundred years ago. Yeah, go. That's what you want to do. Morons, There's hair under your armpits and everything. <laughs> hey, no, don't talk bad about the French. <laughs> Damn asshole. Oh, whatever. How many people will be offended in this in, in this episode? It doesn't matter. Like, who cares? Well, it's, it's just so Kenny still likes us in Pittsburgh. Shout out to Kenny in Pittsburgh. Thank you. Yep, we'll have to throw out a Lebowski quote oh, just uh, just in his you know honor. Yeah. So, what's your favorite Lebowski quote? Well, I I, I still like the the dude abides, or or when he's getting swirly. Uh, wait a minute, I think it's in there somewhere. <laughs> oh, take another look. <laughs> or, or where's he, the money, Lebowski? Or he writes, or he writes a check for for you know half and half and or heavy so, cream and for seventy five cents or something. Yeah. 70, I think it was seventy eight. Seventy five, yeah, seventy eight cents. <laughs> That's beautiful. It was Ralph's card. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like your dumbass look. Yeah. I like your dumbass name. And I like you, dumbass. That's, that's beautiful. Uh, uh, I like when they when they were spreading uh, what's what's the guy's ashes? Uh, Donnie. Donnie's ashes, and it blew back in his face. 
Donnie was a surfer. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. From Pismo Beach <laughs> to the sands of La Jolla. <laughs> he was taken away from us too young. <laughs> Just like those boys on Hill 442. <laughs> Uh, What's I, with you, Walter? Uh, <laughs> Why is everything about Vietnam? Because it's all about Vietnam. <laughs> sorry, dude. That's I'm beautiful. sorry, dude. We need to watch that movie. That's that's yeah. It doesn't get any better. I gotta get. That, that's my probably favorite movie. Movie all well of I, all time. I'm I I think I like, good, I like a Goodfellas, but but yeah, that's that Lebowski's a great movie. That's a, that's a fantastic. It's, yeah. Movie. Every time I watch him, I'm like, oh, I didn't didn't catch that before. There's always, <laughs> yeah, that was little, always a little, little something, something in there. We're like, ah, yeah, how about that? I I love the fact that, that Jeff Bridges redid that that his character for uh, the, the Super Bowl. Uh, the Super Bowl. Commercial. I think there's going to be a, um, a sequel. Really? Yeah, I've, I've heard rumors of a sequel. There better be. Yeah, it's like That's, the dude thirty years later. Thirty years later, what the hell? He's going to look the same. <laughs> there should be like a little Lebowski. No, but well, that's right. There will be because him and uh, Maude uh, Maud got, Maud pregnant. got pregnant. Yeah, yeah. She lifting her legs up and saying, "As moving the sperm in the right place." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Hold on. I don't think you understand here. Uh, why do you think I had sex with you? Because <laughs> you liked it. <laughs> that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Uh, all right. Um, do we have one more tune? Yeah, I, I got this funk tune. Oh, the funk tune? Funk tune in D Yeah, minor. I haven't named it yet, so we'll, we'll, we'll uh, throw it out there to the masses to name it. Okay. It's just a, a D. I came up with this because I was working on Pentatonics, which are really guitar player licks. They love Pentatonics. They only use three fingers, that's why. So you can use Pentatonics in a different way, so... What I did was I used the standard D minor pentatonic for the melody on the um, the, the one on the D minor. And then you go to a D flat major sharp 11, and the melody's got a, a C minor pentatonic. Yeah, so if you're doing D minor, right, you've got D minor going on. Yeah, there's your little. And then if we go to D D, uh, D flat majors, seven. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. Do a um, C minor pentatonic. Yeah, yeah. So you're hitting some different things. Right. You're getting some different, different flavors in there. Yeah, so that was, it was all, I came up with the tune just because I was doing an exercise. Well, so. the, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, Paul McCartney was talking on Sirius about how he and John used to use different pieces of tunes and blend them together. Mm. Like Day in the Life. Yeah. Day in the Life is one of the most popular Beatles tunes. We play it in the trio. It's a perfect tune. It's but, a great but, tune. But Paul's, you know, Paul's, John's got his angsty, the, you know, guy shoots himself in his car and the world's dying and everything else. And Paul's like talking about his day. Yeah. You know, I got up and brushed yeah, my man. hair and, you know, did my thing. You know, and, and it was two, there were two, two different tunes. The second half of uh, of Abbey Road was all bits and pieces of tunes that, that they hadn't really flushed out. You can kind of tell them. that, though. Well, yeah, but I mean, they did it on purpose, like polythene Pam, she and, came and in through, through the, the bathroom, bathroom window, room, yeah. yeah, yeah, all that stuff. And but it, but they all make perfect sense in their own way together. Yeah, you know, uh, same kind of thing. Well, this thing's just a D minor jam. Okay, with a little D flat thing, and then a 
kind of weird little, a little yeah, walk down descending thing. line. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's play it. All right, let's get after it. I still I think that's kind of fun. Yeah. yeah it's, it's just, just a jam. Just having, having, having a, a good little thing. jam on it. Yeah. Get some nice little nice little notes on there. Yeah. yeah. Nice job on the ending. Oh, thanks. We, we kind of like we rehearsed that. No. 
We, we don't <laughs> rehearse anything. a thing. We, and no, there's, there's, we run tape. We, we sit there, and pl- we sit there and play, and we look at each other, and, and we hope that we know what the hell we're looking at each other for. You know, it's like, is there, is there a bug on me? <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a fun tune. We got anything else to talk about? I think that's gonna do it for this 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 week's this bi-monthly episode. <laughs> At the moment, it's bi-monthly. Yeah, we're we're gonna try to get this up this up pretty fast for you. And and if if you guys are on on and hear us and you like us, Excuse me. you know, or or you think Jr. needs uh, resuscitation, please <laughs> please please send him, send money so he can put an AED in his baby in Go basement. Find <laughs> Go find me. Go find me. Go find. My lungs are giving out on me, people. And until until then, we really do appreciate anybody that's listening. We appreciate any any comments that you have to say. Yes, we, we do appreciate Dark Horse tonight. It was Jets Pizza, which is a Jets local Pizza, pizza sponsored by. You know. Even though they didn't sponsor us, we paid for it. But still, still good pizza, good pizza, and they they could yeah. eventually sponsor us. They should. They need to sponsor they us. They should because I can't buy pizza every week. No. <laughs> I'm cooking next week. You're cooking next week. Oh, yeah, cool! Week. Yeah, I'm, that's I'm even, that's even better. And we'll talk about it on the Biner Things. That's a good thing. And with the tune, Apple, Apple fritters. fritters. Yes, yeah, so. that's, that's you'll love that. That's uh, wait till you play it. It's so, fun. No doubt. Well, say good night, Vinny. Good night, Vinny. <laughs>